following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down, hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it is a Wednesday here at the Star in Frisco inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios. This is Talking Cowboys as it is time to get set for those Green Bay Packers coming to AT&T Stadium on Sunday afternoon at 325. Cowboys hit the practice field as is the norm on a Wednesday. They are set up outside for an outdoor practice in what figures to be Hopefully, this is the last outdoor practice over 90 degrees. What do you think, meteorologist Mickey? I didn't think you're probably wrong. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, we I should... have no hope for us. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a long time since I heard that drop on that show. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we just got done with a Jason Garrett press conference and some news coming out of that press conference as we get things kicked off here. Brian, are you ready to play in that offensive line? I'll tell you what, you don't want me playing in that offensive line. <laughs> that would be too pretty right now. But, uh, no, they've got uh, they've got some things they're going to have to work through with practice today. We all understand that uh, Cam Fleming is going to go for uh, Tyrant Smith. We kind of had that one down. We didn't expect, though, the Lyle Collins one, I don't think. We didn't see that back uh, yeah, ailment coming in on Cropped that one. Cropped up, I guess, after the game. So looks like in practice today, you're going to have th- three new guys in, well, at least in different spots on that first team line. So you're looking at Connor Williams playing some tackle today, yeah, right? Of, tackle kind of felt like Connor yeah. Williams was going to play tackle anyway. If if Lyle Collins had practiced, I have a feeling they were going to maybe work him at, at that one of the tackle spots just to kind of get that swing tackle practice. Uh, haven't seen him practice at, with the, with the uh, offensive line with the excuse me with the tackles uh, and since the uh, since OTAs and stuff like that. So this will be, but he you know he was a starter at the University of Texas at left tackle. I mean, when you evaluated him, you could value him as a tackle, a guard, a center. I mean, I saw the New Orleans Saints work him out as a center, thinking that. And so, guy's got to, he's you know made a lot of starts at, at high level college football, and if he had to play, I'm sure he could play for you pretty well. I saw Dak walking out to practice in body armor. <laughs> oh, you're, no. not, you're not liking this at you can, all? You're concerned about this, Mick. Well, let's take it one step further. Cam Fleming has to start at left tackle. Connor Williams has to start at right tackle. And one of your so tackles get hurt. Yeah. Zach Martin, get ready. Yes. Because, like Brian mentioned, that's he's a guy that played but, a lot of tackle but then in college. You need, a, well, you need another guard. Brandon Knight can play both he spots. He can play both spots. They could, Brandon Knight hadn't been active. Like but, I said, mm. body well, armor. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of teams with worse offensive lines in the National Football League playing right now. Well, they, they sure. feel like they got some depth there, but it's going to be tested potentially. At least it's looking more likely, according to Jerry, that no Tyron, at least for this game. Sure. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe Collins gets this day and he can work in as the week goes on. Um, but man, that's, you know, you're going up against a pretty good front this week in Green Bay. And you, you didn't have a good time, a good showing controlling the line of scrimmage last week. You got to do a better job of that this week for sure. 
So we'll see. Body armor is a little strong, but you know, it's th- th- you're right. There's something they got to work through. And some positive news, though, at the wide receiver position. Yeah, Michael Gallup went out there and proved to them, to Britt Brown and to Sanjay Lyle, that he can actually practice today. And so he'll go out there and give it a go. They call it limited. I'll be interested to see how limited he really is. But, uh, you know, I think if he makes it through this week okay, then you're going to see him playing in a football game this week. I think if he's limited, it's because they want him limited. Yeah, they don't I want hate. to overdo it after yeah. you know having surgery and being out for a couple of weeks. Yep. But uh, I got a feeling he's he's ready to go. I think he's. I, I mean, Mickey's right. He's going to play. And it, it's kind of on the same timetable that we expected. It was a scope on his knee, and so that can that's two to four weeks. Yeah, he went on the short so, side of that yeah, though. Yeah, and that's you know that's so. a credit to him too that he can get out there and. Again, we've talked about this. It's the it's the willingness to want to rehab and to get back out on the field, and that's what he was able to do. So, you know, good for him. It's good if they can get him back there and get him involved. You know, the, the Packers and talked to some folks up in Green Bay last night. They're struggling with some injuries at their corner. It looks like the it looks like King, Kevin, uh, King. Kevin King has got a growing injury and will probably not practice. He'll be on the injury report all week, and he might not even play. What was and, that injury? Growing. Okay. <laughs> He's got some growing pains. Yeah, did I say it right? I didn't probably not. I was just kinda I was like going off the uh the I was going off your reeds is what I was doing. There I was just is. trying to see Vicky's being, been waiting all season for a game. Somebody back. else. Yeah. It's been a while since we had yeah. a growing injury. Yeah, yeah. I had a growing injury. But no, they that they're 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 in a little bit of a of a little bit of a bind right there at cornerback spot because they, they do Jerry Alexander is really good player. But the other corners are, you know, King's done a pretty good job. But if he can't play, then they're they're in some they're in some trouble there right now with their with their corner situation. They're in a bind at wide receiver too. They are, and I yeah, we'll I, get into that. I'm sure. Yeah, but Devontae Adams is not going to play this not, game. He's out. He's not going to play. Toe. Yeah, he's not going to play. And he this had game. a great game the other day. Sure did. What ten catches, 180 yards. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. encouraging when you play Philadelphia. You know, you can throw the ball like that, and then they bring Skandrick in there, so you feel even better about that. <laughs> but the the thing about it is that with Adams out of there, yeah, it's going to be about Geronimo Allison and 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 also uh, Valdez Scandling. Yeah, Scandling. Yeah. Many <laughs> but yeah, those those you know. But it's the quarterback too. You're gonna have to deal with this guy. That's yeah, a, that's such a pain in them. You know what to have to deal with that guy. He'll still get the ball to different sure guys. But man, you go back and you watch the first, Jimmy Graham will catch a few. Get ready for that. You even watch the first drive against Philadelphia, and the first three balls go to Adams, yeah. and he's lining up in all different spots. He's outside. He's yeah. in the slot. They throw a, run a jet sweep yep. with him. He's their guy. So and and the running game hasn't gotten on track either. So. Yeah. It, Things to work through. But nobody feels sorry for you in this league because everybody's got something. No question. And um, they also got another problem, I noticed. What's that? So their other inside linebacker. You're going to tell us how their running game gives up a lot of yards? Golly. Mm -hmm. Don't say it, Mickey. You jinxed them last week. So (laughs) they're without their other. They're not going to run the ball. Their other inside linebacker, Oren Burks, Mm -hmm. uh, has been out with a peck. Yeah. And when they go to their nickel. The, when Philadelphia went three wide, uh-huh. their other kind of linebacker was a safety. Yeah, uh, Adrian Amos. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll play Will they'll play Will Redmond there too, number twenty five. Yeah, well, mostly yeah. So they they they, had they don't like to put DBs Amos in coverage. In so they got yeah. Martinez as a single linebacker yeah. in the middle of the field. Good player, good player. But he they got exposed with the way they played the their nickel defense. 
Yeah, that that's the way they play it, though. They they well, wa- I don't know how they stop the run doing that. Well, they don't. But let's not talk about that because every time we talk about somebody that can't defend well, the I'm run, they, they, they look that like out. they look like the '85 Bears playing the run. Because what did uh, <laughs> Philadelphia ended up with? Like, I want to say 176 yards You know how they did it though? The Philadelphia did a great job. They did. Now I don't think the Cowboys are capable of doing this with their tight ends, but the Dallas Goddard and those guys, the way they they trapped. They trapped the ends. So what they did was they down blocked, pulled guys, and then trapped with their H or their tight end, and they hit they hit the Packers on. I mean, the Packers had no answer for that scheme right there, none. So yeah, it was nice job, Sanders. Those guys they ran the ball with some toughness in that game, but a lot of down blocks, a lot of pulling. You know, they were just trying to angle, they make the Packers kind of take them where they wanted to go and then run the ball where they had vacated, where they were able to push guys past the linebackers, the down linemen, and that. Philadelphia did a really good job with their with the way the scheme was set up. But, they I, again, I don't see the Cowboys whamming, you know, with their tight ends or trapping with their tight ends with that much success like the like the Eagles had. Yeah, but if Cam Fleming's at left tackle, you're going to see the tight end over there helping no out No question, quite a he's going to be over there helping, but I'm saying but if you're going to But they played so wide. Yeah. They played their linebackers so wide on on the line of scrimmage, there was gaping holes to start with. Yeah. yeah. So, and we'll get into it as we go on through the week. Um, defensively, um, you know, of course, they had Don Capers calling the shots for years and years. Uh, how does this 3-4 look different from past 3-4s as far as putting pressure on the quarterback? Because they've got those two outside Smith guys yeah. who they picked up in free agency who yeah. are outstanding so far. Zarius Smith is for real. And then we all Preston. Oh, we know, we all know Preston from Washington. That's going to be tough. And that's what Mickey's kind of alluding to, that, that they're going to have to figure out how they want to play or how to help Cam Fleming. And, you know, Jason Garrett was describing the type of technique that Cam Fleming uses, and it's Mm. kind of all over the place. You know, footwork, you know, blocking with his back, turning on guys, all that. He's absolutely right about that. So, yeah, I have a feeling that the Packers are going to try to attack him. They're going to see where he's at pass protection-wise and and, uh, and and go that route. They'll probably try and attack Connor Williams in this game as well, see if he's up to it. You know, when you look at Kenny Clark as their nose tackle, he's a guy that has quickness and some power to him. So, you know, those are, those are all pressure points for the Cowboys right now as we speak. All I know is when Camp Fleming started the game against Washington last year, uh, in place of Tyron Smith, I think it took the Cowboys almost four quarters to throw a ball further than twenty yards in the air or ten yards in the air. And that's everything true. was little outs, quicks, uh, and when he when he didn't get help over there, and they did it in different ways, it was fifty fifty. Well, they. He was good against the run. I'll give him that. He was okay against the run. But, boy, in pass protection, Preston Smith, it was Preston Smith, right, on that side. And then when they got in third and long, oh, no, we're going to put Kerrigan over on your side and see how you do over there. Saw you watching that tape back. So that's your concern, too, that they've got to bring somebody in, tight end, somebody to chip. I bet bet 75% of the plays the tight end was sitting over there to start, or he was motioning over, or the the running back was on that side, and when the running back would go out – he didn't necessarily chip him, but he gave Fleming uh, protection to the outside so he could just guard the inside. Yeah. 
Well, well, they weren't going to let Chaz Green happen again to him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, they saw something they liked in him, though, because they gave him a two-year deal. Two-year deal. Mm-hmm. I think to come back. I think it's it's like, well, what else is out there? Exactly. Well, he. If we remember though, they did win the Philadelphia no, game. They won two games. And they, and they won, yeah, they won yeah. a couple of games with him playing in there, and and the technique is not pretty. We all understand that. We'll see. Guy made a start in the Super Bowl, which is even more amazing to me. Right tackle At for right the Pats. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, sure did against uh, against the. Eagles, Eagles, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. You think that you would, yeah. You know, he's played against the Eagles a couple times in his career and done done okay. But yeah, I, Mickey's right. I just think you cannot let you cannot let that side of the field ruin your game plan. If you have to make those rushers go wider by putting a guy over there, at least it gives Dak the opportunity. He knows, he knows. He, he trust me, Dak knows. How about that that throw he made in the Giants game with with uh, Fleming over there and then. You know, Olivier Vernon comes screaming off the edge, and Dak has to spin and throws the ball to Beasley down the field. He knows yeah. what's over there at left tackle. Trust me, he does. One other note for Green Bay, they're compromised potentially on their offensive line. Brian Balaga. Brian Balaga's got yeah. a shoulder. So yeah. we'll see what he does, if anything, today. That could affect them and their receiver situation. I mean, Green Bay's dealing with some stuff. Too. Alex if Alex Light over there for them, that number 70, if he's over there, you can just put – if you play fantasy football, put uh, – <laughs> Put Lawrence on your on your roster this week if you don't already do it. I guess I don't know. I'm just saying that. But you know, it, it, to, to me, because that that's going to be a problem. They're going to if, if Belaga doesn't play, then they're going to have to do something to help on that side over there with with light. Well, at, they at that, they had pack. trouble on the left side against Philadelphia. Yeah. Bakhtiari, or however you say, Bakhtiari. <laughs> yeah, it's like growing. Bakhtiari. It's like Bakhtiari. A gro- David Bakhtiari. He he didn't look like the same guy. Yeah. In that game. Well, we'll see. You can drink a beer on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> drink a beer. Maybe that uh, was the problem. And yeah. uh, speaking of roster type stuff and practice squad and so forth, what are you what are you thinking as far as what they do with the Kayvon Frazier spot on the fifty three? I bet you that's what we talked about. They're going to bring up. They're going to. I would not be surprised. It's one or the other. Yeah, it's either going to be Jones. It's either going to be Jones off the practice. Josh squad, Jones. Josh Jones, who they signed today. Or it's going to be Bryant, and they love Bryant because when he does scout team stuff, he almost blocks every punt. And he almost—I mean—he does things. He kind of, when you talk to him, it's like this guy shows up. I mean, I was talking to Keith O'Quinn. He goes, "I didn't even know the guy's name," and all of a sudden he's showing up in these practices. And he goes, "I learned his name real fast because he's showing up doing things that we, you know, that naturally, you know, he looks like he's just—it's something he's done all his life." But that's. You know they need to get something out of these receivers that you know they need to get some. They don't get anything out of Wilson, you know, playing special teams other than a secure catch. Mm-hmm. That's all they get from him. So why don't you put somebody out there that can block, somebody that can go after the ball, somebody that can do a little more than what he's done. So if if Ventel shows that he can handle this in practice as a special teamer, then you just use Donovan Wilson in Kavon's spot, right, on special teams because he was inactive. Last week, so right. you make them active this week, which means one of those other wide receivers will be inactive if they bring Ventel to the 53. So who would that be? Well, either Cedric Wilson or Tavon, right? Tavon could be Smith, but they take Smith, Smith off the field. Smith if, but if Tavon trusts, it depends on how, how, how they feel about you, Gallup. Yeah. yeah, you know, as far yeah. as and Mickey's right. Gallup's going to play. Gallup's mm-hmm. a warrior. He, you know, two weeks. Come on, he's going to. He, he's he's trying to play. He knows how important these games are. He can see who the other corner is for Green Bay. That's all he needs to do, especially if it's not Kevin King. Just yeah. just walk 
Novacek out there and tell him that, you know, I had the same <laughs> surgery and I made it back for the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. It sounds like Gallup's already no, he'll be fine. Already wise to that. Yeah, he'll yes. be fine. That's he'll why fine. he was out there yesterday, and he's going to be out there in a matter of seconds. He's probably already out there. We'll yep. check on the practice field, see if there's any news out there, and we'll back. Take your phone calls here on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the Stars' aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. Man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Check out free-to-play predictive games in the Dallas Cowboys app to win cash prizes up to a $10,000 grand prize. Fans must be 21 or older. Log in to play. Download the app for access on game days at dallascowboys.com slash app. You may notice that uh, Mickey is wearing his Sunday best today. Well, you have green on. It's the Packers week. Packer week. You, you wear the color of the team that <laughs> yes, they're playing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. We got a TV camera in here from CBS 11 and Texas 21. David Hershey is uh, shooting promotional videos for us today. I'll go ahead and make the announcement that for you, those of you who live in the Dallas Fort Worth North Texas viewing area, you'll be able to actually watch our Friday broadcast from eight until nine o'clock on Friday night on Texas. 21. You three used to make regular appearances on what was we then did. known as TXA 21. We, we did. We did. And now you're back on Texas 21 on Friday nights from 8 to 9. All right. You cheap free labor, Bill. You guys got to appreciate yeah, that. Exactly. Don't you? <laughs> Set my DVR, right? Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's the reason why you guys are doing so well nowadays. So our Friday morning show from 11 until noon will be formatted just a little bit differently, but we will be with you for the entire hour. Ooh. Fans but, love that. Yeah. Yeah, extra. It 
will be an hour instead of maybe 45 not. minutes. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. And um, we'll have commercial breaks in the middle of it, but we will uh, probably take phone calls during those commercial yeah, breaks. There you go. And we have to, to put fill out pictures up of the caller so they know when the caller is That's talking. a good idea. So, I mean, if you want extra, if you want TV time <laughs> on Texas 21, you want to call in on Friday and you'll have an opportunity perhaps. Send a picture. As long as it's clean, whatever it is that you're talking about. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Joe in Maryland, you're first up on Talking Cowboys on this Wednesday. Hello, Joe. How you guys doing? Uh, long-time listener. Uh, I just had a couple of things. Uh, number one, um, how come this team doesn't utilize the, the skill sets of the players that they have? Like, I think that we need to um, help our running back out some by opening the field up for him and you got Tavon Austin, and even if the play does not connect down the field, send this guy on a nine route on first down, and you may get a flag. You may get a connection. But at least uh, you're giving these opposing and coordinators something to, to take a look at when this guy's in the game. He's just not going to run across the field and run a, a jet sweep for three yards and, and try to help Zeke out some instead of, you know, uh, kind of similar to what we were seeing last year where you're having this guy run the, the same exact plays uh, into brick walls and, you know, not, not getting much result. Joe. And the second thing I – yes, 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 Brian. Uh, did, you, did you go back and watch the game? Did you, did you go back? Um, I'm asking. I'm, I'm, I, I'm just asking. I, I did not, sir. Okay. You need to go back and watch and see how many times he, didn't, he ran into a five- and six-man box in that game. Okay. You're playing cover two. Okay, that'll tell you right there. They could never get him out of cover two is what they did. So if you're playing if you're playing against cover two, you're going to get a lot of you know five, six-man boxes. You're going to get a couple of seven-man boxes if they walk a guy late. But, you know, uh-huh. I, I understand what you're saying, but go back and watch the game and watch how many times they played cover two in this game. They should have been able to run the ball on these guys. They didn't do a good enough job up front. Okay. Okay? Well, Second fair. question? Uh uh, second is uh, I, I, good teams uh, find a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Kansas City, nothing was working for them against Detroit. Sure, um, Mahomes wasn't Mahomes, mm-hmm. and they still found a way to get it done. Do you guys think this team is good enough? Because we're going to go on a stretch where we're not going to play uh, the Redskins every week, and we're going to have to find ways when things aren't working to get it done. And I will hang up and listen. Thank you guys for all you do. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, right, check Joe, out that game, you. Joe. Appreciate you. We're going to find out uh, a little bit on Sunday against the Packers. They're going to be dealing with adversity at the left tackle position. Yeah, they sure are. And you know that that uh, I just to me it's you played against a team and the Saints that that took some things away from you. You know, and you just at some spots you just weren't good enough, physical enough to to make it work. But, you know, I mean, I just don't think the answer is just sending guys vertically down the field, you know. Well, I think the answer is the answer is when you have opportunities to make plays, whether it's a pass that we've seen Dak Prescott complete 100 times or it's, you know, a pass across the field on third down or it's maybe making a, a tackle at the point of attack, you know, to, to kind of get you off the field. You know, I think that was more about that than it was anything else. I mean, it's it, you could say try and help and do this, but 
you know, they also say the players, you know, the coaches put the players in positions to make plays. I'm not defending the coaches. I'm just saying better execution would have been would have won that football game, and you know, they didn't have it. There's a Hall of Fame tight end who's only lost what five fumbles in his career and loses a fumble, yeah. and that derails a drive right there. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a you go for it on fourth down fourth and down one, and, you, and everybody's screaming, right. "Oh my God, don't do this, don't do this!" And then he, you know, but he goes for it, and I, I applaud Jason Garrett for doing that. And he got it, and he got it, and yeah. his elbow was down. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. then you, there's adversity because you don't always get the calls, yeah. even that. You but I think if Joe had watched the first three games. There were guys running downfield. Yeah. Remember Devin Smith on a 51-yard yeah, post pattern? Yeah, that was against the Giants, oh, that the Redskins, and the Dolphins. The Giants are 2-2. Two and two. They're that, one game right. behind the that's Cowboys right, right now. Right. So yeah. let's not minimize that now. That's, that's right, yep. Um, all right, what's the uh, big concern outside of left tackle? As you look at this Packers team. And right tackle. And right tackle. <laughs> For now. <laughs> and then that makes left guard, too, because you're moving your left guard to right tackle. Okay, what's your biggest concern with this Packers team outside of Aaron Rodgers? Let's put it that oh, way. Okay. We know okay. Aaron Rodgers outside is outside of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's where my concern starts and ends. Right there with Aaron Rodgers. Right there. We've seen it. We've seen it. How many games have we seen? You know? Uh, like I told the guys this morning, you know, he seems to pull a rabbit out of his head, head. or hat or whatever, <laughs> whatever it's coming out of. And, uh, and that was that was actually Aaron or Aaron Rodgers' play where Jason I had that. Was. Yeah, I think it was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. oh, there's got to be a question I asked mean, of Jason watched, Witten this if, week. If you watch the Eagles, <laughs> if you watch the Eagles game, I mean, when he got outside of the pocket, he was throwing darts. Yeah. Uh, That's and, certainly what he does, and 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 to me that that, that hasn't changed. You yeah. know, I don't know what yeah. offense they're running or anything, but to me, I'd rather him in the pocket throwing throwing the pass that he's supposed to instead of improvising outside because he, he there ain't nothing wrong with his arm and there's nothing wrong with his accuracy. They should probably be four and zero, and they're three and one, and it's the same thing that this this offense here had problems with last year, and it's the red zone. They were three of seven in the red zone against the Eagles, and I went back and I charted it, and they had 19 red zone plays. No, 22 red zone plays. Jeez. 19 passes, three runs. How many inside the five? I didn't chart that, but inside the 20. Well, the last, no, they the, had four. The last two drives, they had eight. Yeah. And they had eight shots down there. Didn't they go four and four is yeah. what they did? And Rodgers got picked off yeah. late in the game. So how much of that is faith in one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, or they don't think they can run the ball down there? Yeah. Well, I think you could have ran it once at the one-yard line. They did get a one-yard. They got a touchdown run in the game, but they didn't try to run down there. I yeah. mean, they, they, they looked at their stud quarterback. Yeah, but he didn't have a stud wide receiver at that time. Well, throughout the game is what I'm no, saying. No, I meant but, I meant those last two possessions yeah. when they came down and this they, is, were, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't score. This is going to come down to, to me, their ability to – they have got to – the Cowboys have got to get back to the things that they were – successful were in the four in the first three weeks of the season they got to go into attack mode here they really do I mean and then again I'm I understand what analytics people say about throwing on first down but if that's your best way of moving the ball throw on first down and set up other things but yeah it would you know I mean it might be difficult with this offensive line if if in fact it's as banged up as we think it is it might be difficult to do that it might be difficult to do that to run the ball you know what's the best? What's the best thing you can do? Can you throw it or can you run it in these situations if you're compromised in the offensive line? I think they got to go into attack mode here, though. I really do. I think that to me, you know, you, if 
well, take advantage of if the Packers aren't good in certain spots, take advantage of that. Go after their corners a little bit. You know, go after. Uh, you know, if they if they if they're struggling with the certain, some certain areas, I mean, go just go after that. I, I just felt like that they didn't play. They didn't play attacking football the other day in I that game. I think there's a lot of people that will agree with you. Yeah, and, they, and they didn't something. attack certain areas that were weaknesses in the Saints' defense. I didn't think so. And it plays. Yeah. And again, I, I was I was on the show this all last week, and we and we break this stuff down. We talk about it. And it's like the middle of the field, the middle of the field, the safeties, the middle of the field, middle of the field. We talk about that. And what are the big plays they made? The middle of the field. We're just too late to get there on that. And it was just a weird. Circumstance. I know with the crowd noise, they were nervous about what Dennis Allen was doing. They didn't feel comfortable blocking the front, but they didn't execute well enough. But they need to get back in that attack mode because if you know if you don't attack this, if you don't attack the Packers and score points, you're not going to win. I don't care who that guy on the other side is throwing the ball to, because he will make whoever's playing on the outside good. He will find a way to make that those guys good. So you better find ways. To, to to get on the board and put pressure on them, you know, in in a, in a lot of different ways. And I, I just feel like though that 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 team wasn't the team that we had seen, you know, in the first first three weeks of the season. Or if you throw it down the middle of the field, make sure you don't fumble. Yeah, there you go. Huge play. I yep. mean, yep. huge play. I, I mean, mean, they're moving the football they twice. Are they're at midfield yeah. twice, yeah. and they lost the ball. Yeah. It's at least ten yards. 15 yards from a field goal attempt. Yeah. Third and, and two. you lost by two points. Third and two to Cobb in the fourth quarter. Play was there to be made. Yeah. There were plays to be made. Yeah, they didn't make them. Brian in Iowa, you're next up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Brian. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hey, I got a question, mainly for Brian, about Quinn's versatile. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if you ever see this, but with scouting and stuff, do you ever see the 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 impact that that he brings, like the other great defensive ends, of just creating space for himself between him and the offensive lineman, just get around 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 the corner, and and is it possible you you can explain of how you can't teach that? It's just it's just that type of instant that uh, that's mom and dad, right? <laughs> that's what that is. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but yeah. But, but uh, he just does that so much well, just like Charles Haiti did, or 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 Reggie White of just of getting that space. And I will hang up and listen and 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 thank you. No All problem. Right. Yeah, it's been a, this guy's always the 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 great. Now Reggie White's a different body type, mm-hmm. completely different body type than what you talk about with Haley and Quinn and those guys. The great pass rushers have the ability not to allow the offensive tackles to get their hands on them. That's the first thing. The, the, the first thing you want to do as an offensive tackle is stop the momentum of the rusher. All the great ones, when, you, when, when they're going up the field and they're working corners, as long as they feel like that they're not being stopped, they're going to make it to the, to the ball carrier. They're going to make it to the quarterback. So that's, you have to have that ability. You have to have the understanding of how to get rid of hands and how to be able to get your front shoulder past them and around the corner. You know, and not go too far up the field. Stay flat to the quarterback. Make sure you get to the ball. That's a big problem. A lot of these young rushers, they go straight up the field and they get past the quarterback and never able to get back inside to get the play. The veteran guys, the guys have a feel for that. They know how to get rid of the hands, dip the shoulder, run flat, and then get to the quarterback and then attack him when they get there. Which is all the more important against this guy. Absolutely. This guy will hold the ball on you a little bit now. 
I mean, he, he'll run, don't get me wrong, but he, he's held the ball a lot more, and it might have to do with his knee. I mean, the collarbone, the knee, stuff like that. His, his desire to really, really want to run and, and murder you that way is not as strong as it once was. I was going to say, you're not seeing that as much nope, this season. Nope. It has to do he, with him being 36. It, 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 well, 36 <laughs> and the 36? fact yeah, wow. the, the 36 and the fact that he missed six, seven, eight games every yeah. year, you know, because he, of a collarbone, a knee, things like that. But I hate to say he ran five times for 46 yards against the Eagles. And he could run, he could run far more. But if you and watch, it wasn't to the outside. Yeah. He was When you lose containment inside, he's going right through he where will, the, the guards are. If it's third and nine, he will get ten. That's so the, absolutely the way he's he still, plays. He's still got the he, he he's ain't got the shy. Yeah. He ain't shy. And that no. clarification, he turns 36 on December 2nd. So okay. he's 35 right now. Yeah. I can't wait when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Mickey's got to read, but beyond that, <laughs> Caden, <laughs> what read? Caden Gates tells me that there is a lady named Becky who wants to talk with Mickey when we come back in just a moment. Oh, no. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. And this week's special for Jack Black is Turn Back Time Like a Pro. Free age-defying pros with your $75 purchase. 
Protein Booster Skin Serum. Also, Dry Erase Ultra Calming Face Cream. And if you want to go further than those two, you can get some Power Peel Multi-Acid Resurfacing Pads along with Protein Booster Eye Rescue. Go to GetJackBlack.com. Very nicely done. That was that was perfect. Uh-huh. Twenty three hours in a day to put all that stuff on. <laughs> it takes a little while. Yeah, but the skin serum is really good. Okay. Did yeah. you use all of that this morning? Uh, I used that. I used the Mickey's holding out on product on us. I can tell he you. Really, that. he is protein <laughs> booster eye rescue. Where too. is we it? have to? Oh, start, I can tell that. We have to. Yeah. We have to get to a forty five minute wider. read to get yeah. to. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We've got Becky who wants to talk with Mickey. Hello, Becky. Hello, Mr. Bill. Hello, Hi. everyone. Hello, Becky. Hello, Becky. I'm looking forward to this. You got a bone to pick with Mick? <laughs> I really love everything y'all do. I watch and read everything. Thank you. And Mr. Mickey, yes. I've been trying to get to you since Monday. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> it's nothing bad. Oh, oh. oh make it bad. Well, I was going to clap for that. I know, for me to rib Mickey, but no. Uh, I always look at the other team's websites, which are horrid, by the way. Y'all are so ex- <laughs> exemplar in everything y'all do. Thank you. There's just nothing. But uh, Sean Payton had a media time on Friday. And he volunteered. They no one asked him. He said, "Oh, by the way, we've we've had these referees for twelve games. We've won eleven. Oh yes, I know, Sheffers. I and I'm like, well, gee, they already have an ace in the hole. They got the <laughs> in their pocket. I should have worn and my white hat them, today, right? Man, that just irritated me to no end to hear that. And then watching the game, I was just like. Oh my gosh! It's it's it, it. I was furious. I mean, Amari Cooper did not push off. I'm sorry, that guy just slipped and waved his arms, and 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 that Collins Zeke just. I'm 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 sorry. I'm rambling. That's all right. But no, you should have heard. That's because you're beside yourself. Well, you should, you should have 45 minutes a day. You should have heard Mickey in the press <laughs> yeah. box Sunday night after the four second play. That was two seconds. Oh, I know. I know. He wasn't a happy camper. They, they didn't start the clock when the ball snapped. He was already in throwing motion before they stopped the clock. I taped the game. I watched again. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you, it's it's. Mm, if somebody needs to, I hope Coach Garrett just blasted them when he got his chance after the game. I mean. But what can be done when there's a crew like that that's almost fav- almost favoring a team when they call their games? Can they break them up or what? You know what, ma'am? This is going to surprise you. I used to do this for a living with like when you know to chart referees. Yes, sir. But you'll be surprised how many good referees Jason Garrett has. You would be surprised mm. that guys that you know that if you you know if we were doing talking Saints or talking Buccaneers or talking, they would someone would come on and say the same thing about Walt Anderson, you know because there's there's certain officials that Jason Garrett has had that's worked pretty well in his favor too. It's just the mm. league the league assigning officials just the way it works out. Wow, that's all right, Becky. Be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. I just I just been what. 
just been on my brain since Friday, and I couldn't get in till now. All righty. Well, we appreciate you checking in with us. All right. Thank you much. I, I watch every day. Thank you. God bless. Thank okay. You. Thanks, Becky. Let's go to Rashad, and he's next up here on Talking Cowboys from Jacksonville. Is that Jacksonville, Florida, or Jacksonville, Texas? No, actually, I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, Jackson, 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 Jackson all right. Mississippi. Our producer okay. is geography challenged today. <laughs> I may not have heard it right either. Okay. He's young. Uh, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them was the um, the offensive game plan. Uh, I, I didn't quite understand it, um, and I heard the uh, the other caller uh, kind of talk about Tavon Austin. Um, I'm not a big Tavon Austin fan, uh, so not really him specifically I want to talk about, but I just felt like they didn't take any shots down the field at all, and they had been pretty successful with that, you know, the first three games, and I understand they were playing cover two or what have you. A but, lot of it. Um, Man free, uh, too. Yeah, but I mean, teams play that. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's a brand new defense. I mean, teams see that every week. Seems like they should have been able to adjust to that and, and at least take some shots, at least down the middle of the field or or something. They just didn't seem very aggressive at all. Uh, so I, I didn't quite understand that. Um, and the other question I had was um, defensively, how do you think they'll approach the receivers since Adams is not playing? I know if Adams was playing, they would probably – have Byron Jones shadow him, but I wanted to see what your thoughts are. Do you think Jones will shadow um, Scantling, or do you think they'll just play sides, or what do you think they'll do as far as the defensive approach? And that's all I wanted to, to talk about, and I'll hang up and, and listen to you guys. Thanks. All right, Rashad, thank you. You know how you get teams out of that cover, too? You out-execute them underneath. Or you, and the Cowboys or, didn't execute. Or you, or you run, run the ball. Or you run, or the, you ball. run the football. Yeah. One of those two teams. You've yeah. got to you've got to execute them out of that to make mm-hmm. them come up and Preach. put an extra guy in the box Preach. to stop the run. Yeah. And then you can take some shots down the field. Otherwise, Absolutely. all you're doing is you're throwing right in right into what they want you to do. No question. And the safeties were and, and the other thing that was happening, it, the corners at times were backing off also. Playing soft. So basically you had to be able to run those slants and execute and they didn't do it well enough. And and so that's how you get teams out of that. Yep. You gotta execute. Defensively they're gonna play sides. They always do. They right? always do. That's just that's their mo. Now, if they get in a third down package, where they and like we saw a little bit last week, they had a third down. The, the one play that Michael Thomas made, they put Byron Jones on him in the slot and had him run with him, and he had to, they ran him through trash. It was a great play. It was it was the play that yes. basically that they, that the Cowboys ran to Cobb without. Cobb making the catch, moving right to left. Yeah, across, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was great so play. yeah, they, they're gonna they're gonna play sides, and unless they feel like that, they need to. Now I'll tell you what with these receivers for the Packers though these guys are long. I mean they are you talk about some high point receivers here. So, you know, uh, Awuzie, Jones, I don't so much worry about Jones cuz I think he's got the leaping ability, but Awuzie's had some problems with guys. Let's go back to the Dolphin game where he had problems in that game with Parker and the elevation that he had. So, uh, keep an eye on that as we as we work through this week. Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison. They got Alan Lazard on their team too. They sure do. Allison six three, Valdez Scatling is six four. Yeah, Lazard's about six eight. No, six five, something like that. They got some big guys, no Mm -hmm. question. Jimmy Graham can still be a six five. You know, I think he's got nine catches, but a couple touchdowns. He can still, you know, make plays down there. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, that does it for they this basketball edition or what? of Talking Cowboys. Jimmy oh. Graham did. Yeah. <laughs> Became a pretty good football player, sure though, did. Miami. All right, we talk at you again tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?